Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Get over yourself and get yourself out there in the marketplace. Get yourself out there on social media. Get yourself out there in the world at large. So many small business owners are really reluctant to fully commit themselves out there in the external world because of their fear of judgment, because their fear of not being good enough, etc., etc. Get over yourself and get yourself out there. Welcome to the Level Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Level Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. First of all, let's kick this off by saying, I get it, I understand the fear of judgment, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of putting yourself out there, whether that's on a stage, whether that's on a podcast like this, whether it's putting yourself out there just on social media, whether it's just posting, maybe it's blogging, it's your writing, maybe it's a book you want to put out in the world, maybe it's videos, lives, maybe it's about, I don't know, documenting your life on Twitter or Instagram, maybe you want to get involved in Clubhouse, the new kid on the social media block. I get it. It can be incredibly intimidating, not for everybody, but certainly for a lot of people and quite possibly for you listening to this episode. So my message to you today is to get over yourself, is to not allow yourself to get in the way of your greatness. Don't allow yourself to get in the way of your message, your mission, what it is you're trying to do in this world. Don't allow yourself to get in the way of you being truly you, authentically you out there in the world at the biggest scale, the largest scale that you possibly can. Equally, this is not saying you have to do it. This is just saying if there are things you know that you want to do and things you know that you should do in order to move your business forward and they involve you being more of a front person to your business, getting out there in the world a little bit more, whether that's face-to-face, online, video, as I keep saying, maybe it's through voice, through podcasting, for example. Many of us, we do have hang-ups about ourselves. We have hang-ups about what we look like, how we sound. Are we knowledgeable enough? We have real big hang-ups about what people think of us. So I want to give you a little bit of a home truth here, and I appreciate it might not sound positive at first. However, it does allow you just to get over yourself just a little bit, and that is this. When you start to do something new, whether it's social media, the book, podcast, whatever it might be, no one's going to listen. No one's watching. No one's going to see it. You have to work so hard to get anyone to see anything anymore in this world. Putting a post out on Facebook does nothing. Literally, your mum, your sister, and a couple of friends will see it. To get the external world in any kind of magnitude to see your post on Facebook, you have to work really hard at it. If you're going to start blogging and you're worried about you know, whether you're a good enough writer or you're worried about whether you're going to be seen as a thought leader or whether you're going to be seen as a fraud or whatever it might be. The truth is no one's going to read that blog post. Again, when you start putting it out on LinkedIn, it's so hard to get people to even see your stuff, let alone to read it or consume it or listen to it. So this podcast, for example, you know, we are heading up now to 300 episodes. When I first did this, I was excited about it. I was enthusiastic about it. I wasn't sure how it was going to go down, but I got over myself and I just 
put it out there. And I thought, right, I'm going to commit to 100 episodes. And I knew that because I knew the chances of this giving me any kind of traction at all for the first, I don't know, 20, 30 episodes, 40, maybe 50 episodes were so small that I had to commit to at least 100 to make sure that I gave it every possible chance of having a life of its own. So I committed to a minimum of 100. When I broke the 100, I thought, right, you know what? I'll commit to the next 100. When I hit 200, it was like, right, let's just keep going, right? Obviously, 300 is my next milestone. But you think, right, just keep going. But the truth matter is, those first episodes, like most people didn't listen to those episodes. In fact, I've had way more listens to the first episodes because I've done 286 now episodes. So people who come in at episode 286 for the first time, they think, oh, I quite like the sound of this, hopefully. I quite like the sound of him, hopefully. I like what he's saying, hopefully. And then they'll go back and they'll start to consume. And maybe they'll go back to the beginning and, you know, because most people will go back to the beginning of your podcast just to see what you were saying at the beginning because it gives you a, a really good frame, if you like, for the podcast coming up. So actually the majority of the listens of episode one, for example, came like after episodes 50, 100 or even more. And I'm still getting listens on episode one right now. So the truth of the matter is you don't have to worry about necessarily what people think right now because without trying to piss on your parade, no one's watching, no one's listening. And if I can dare say it, at the beginning, no one really cares. Again, the people are going to view or listen to whatever you put out there are the people that are already connected to you. They already have that relationship with you. You go out on LinkedIn and put something out there, you know, you're going to be the same people that see the new thing that probably saw the old thing. But let's be honest, probably wasn't that many people. Now, I get it. You might be listening to this. You might have thousands and thousands of LinkedIn followers. And maybe you do get hundreds and hundreds of interactions on your LinkedIn posts. Most people don't. They put a post out there. You know, they're doing well to get 10, 15, 20 interactions on that. And that's if you're working it hard. When people launch a podcast, most people, they don't get hundreds or thousands of listens to their first podcast. You know, they get one, two, three. They might get a handful. When they put their first blog out there, a few people might read it. You go on YouTube, you launch a YouTube channel, put some YouTube videos up there, and you'll be dismayed because one, two, three, or four people will look at your video if you're lucky at the beginning. So I want you just to get over yourself a little bit and say, you know what? I'm kind of doing it now almost for myself. I mean, I want to put it live. I'm going to put it out there for people to consume. I'm certainly going to write it as if thousands of people are going to read it. I'm going to speak it as if thousands of people are going to listen to it. I'm not going to make something with the perspective or the view that no one's going to listen to it. But I'm also going to be realistic here. And let's be honest, people aren't going to see it. They're not going to hear it. I'm going to have to work really hard to make my podcast successful. I'm going to have to work really hard to get my book to gain any kind of traction on Amazon. Anyone can get a bestseller, but the way I got it on my book, Six, Seven Kick-Ass Philosophies, you launch it, everyone that's connected to you, you put it in front of them, you know, and you get some real buzz for a few days and you can go straight up there. And I was number one in one category and I think I was number two, number four in another category. I'm not going to lie, that book is like thousands down in the categories now. I mean, it's so low. The truth is, when I go and check in there, nobody's reading it. Like so few people are buying the book, are downloading the book. You know, what am I worried about? What am I worried about the judgment? You know, the first few hundred copies that were sold, the first few hundred copies that were downloaded on Kindle, you know, these were people in my network. These weren't Amazon people. I think Amazon might have got me a handful because you do a bit of a promotional push with it. But don't kid yourself. You know, you're not going to write your book, put it on Amazon, and suddenly millions of people are going to be reading it. The New York Times and, you know, the Daily Telegraph are going to be doing a review on it and criticizing you. The truth of the matter is, it's going to be invisible to 99999999999999999% of the world. 
And therefore, you don't need to worry about it. To get a book, become an Amazon bestseller, easy. To keep it up the top, it has to be a very special book or... And I would say, in fact, I don't know any books that did it by accident. You have to work really hard at maintaining it and keeping it there. Now, my book was not made to be an Amazon bestseller. Um, if I sold a thousand copies, it really wouldn't be doing me that much use financially. It's much more about using that book in other uh, areas. And I put it on Amazon as a secondary kind of thing, right? So to get my book to be a successful book on Amazon, I know it would be near on a full-time job. And in fact, people who do become Amazon bestsellers are either people that already know they hit a chord and they get, very commas lucky. I'm not going to write it off as luck, you know, but they hit a chord, they hit a tone, you know, they just hit the market at the right time and it just goes viral. Or they tend to know people that know people and it gets some stuff. Or the third option is they work their arse off to make sure that book stays there and maintain it. Authors, when they're launching, they work so, so, they have to work so, so hard in order to make their book successful. Podcast, same thing. If you're looking at a blog, same thing. Even just starting to put yourself out there on social media, to get social media to work for you, to get Instagram followers, easy. To get Instagram followers to actually consume what you're doing and not try and sell to you or try and get you just to follow them, really hard. To get any kind of traction on any of these platforms, you have to work so, so hard. An analogy I'll share with you goes back to my uh, days in the gym. And uh, I used to lift a lot of weights and I knew a lot of personal trainers. I did a bit of personal training myself to some degree in uh, a variety of different ways back in the day. And uh, I remember this this scrawny little guy, bless him, you know, scrawny little guy comes in and he's sitting there and he's, he's a bit reluctant to lift weights, you know, and he's saying, you know, I'm a bit worried about lifting weights, you know, I'm not sure that's, that's the route I want to go down. And I remember him looking at this guy, the biggest guy in the gym, and this guy was a muscle-clad you know, semi-like bodybuilder, you know, not maybe a competing bodybuilder, but a huge, huge man, the biggest guy in the gym. If you're a member of a gym, you know the guy I'm talking about, big, big guy. And I remember this guy and he turned around and he said, I don't want to look like him. Now, I wasn't his personal trainer, by the way, somebody else was, but I remember him saying, I don't want to look like him. And everything in me, you know, I was in the near shot of this. I remember thinking, oh my God, as if that happens by fucking accident, as if you go from being a normal guy to bench pressing 150 kilos by accident, as if you go from being a normal guy or even a weak guy or scrawny guy to suddenly having 21 inch biceps or something, you know, by accident, you know, the guy had to dedicate his life to that body year after year probably, I'll be honest with you, for like 10 years or more in order to get in that kind of shape. It doesn't happen by accident. You're not going to accidentally become too big, too strong, too powerful in the same way that you're not going to accidentally become too successful or you're going to accidentally become a best-selling author or accidentally going to have a top-ranking podcast. It's just not going to happen by accident. For every story, where someone turns around and says, oh, you know, I, I just put this book out there. I didn't know what it would do. And oh my God, I was on the Times bestseller. You know, you hear these stories. Number one, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little bit skeptical sometimes of that. But number two, for every one of those stories, everybody else has to slog it out just to get any kind of traction on any kind of platform or format. And therefore, we don't have to worry about what people are thinking of us. We can just get on and deliver. We can get on and speak. And I want you to come back to that place I talked to you a minute about, which is you don't want to produce this with the view of no one listening. That's crazy. That's pointless. You're going to struggle to be motivated. You want to record a podcast, write a blog so that people will consume it 
You want to put a post out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because you want people to consume it. However, you can get over yourself by understanding that most people won't. And in fact, most people will not go and listen to that podcast or watch that video on your YouTube clip or go and read that blog until maybe you've got 50 out there, 100 out there. By the time you've got 50 videos out there, 50 blogs out there, you know, 50, 100 episodes on your podcast, trust me, you're over yourself. You've got your confidence, you've hit your stride, you know, you'll listen back to the early stuff and you think, oh, it's not quite as good as the, the stuff I'm doing now. It shouldn't be, it's not meant to be, you're meant to be better. 50 episodes in, 100 episodes in, 20 blogs in, your third book, your fourth book, your fifth book, you're meant to get better. The first one shouldn't be as good as number three, number four, number five, otherwise what's gone wrong? So you go back and maybe you listen to it and think, you know what, I probably could do better now. I really am a lot better now. But the chances are you're not going to listen back to it and go, oh my God, it was terrible. Oh my God, it was awful. I went back and just listened to some of the stuff I had on YouTube from years ago. And uh, the first thing I thought was, wow, man, I look really slim. Uh, The second thing I thought, wow, I look really young. And the third thing was, you know what, I sound all right. You know, it's not quite maybe how I'd say it now, but the message is still pretty solid. And you know what, I've come across pretty damn well. And whilst it might be, I don't know, 80% of maybe what I would do today, it's all right. It will do. Especially because when I'm comparing to today, where maybe, you know, I get thousands of listens as opposed to tens of listens, you know, it doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't really matter that, you know, episode 286 is better than episode 26. It doesn't matter that episode 26 got 50, you know, people listening to it. Episode 286, you know, I don't know, hundreds, maybe, maybe, maybe more. It's very hard to track sometimes what you're doing. It's probably up in the thousands that I get of listens every single month. So it doesn't really matter, does it, what episode 26 is like? Unless I was saying something that was really stupid or really bad, in which case I'll probably go back and take it down. But I tell you now, I have never gone back and taken it down. The book, 67 Kick-Ass Philosophies, I did a rewrite of it. And you could call it a, a revision too. It's basically just going back, reading it and rephrasing some of the stuff. I haven't added any more content. I haven't taken anything away. The fundamental of the book was like 90% there. I just wanted to change maybe 10% of it. When I look at this podcast, I go back. There's no episodes on there that I think, oh, you know what? I should take that down. Oh, it's not good enough. I sound a bit stupid. I sound a bit of a dork. I sound a bit this or I make a mistake. You know, there's nothing I go back and think, oh, it's so bad. It needs to be taken down. Same with these videos that I've got on YouTube, which you'd have to work so hard to find them, by the way, because I don't do YouTube particularly. Um, The majority of my YouTube just has this uh, podcast on it these days. And I don't know what I'm getting on there. I don't even look at YouTube. And unsurprisingly, no one else is looking at my YouTube either. I don't know, you know, handful of views, right? You know, I have to go in there and clean up the the advertising, the spam that people stick all over the bottom of them every now and again. That's about it. So the message here is not one of doom and gloom, which is no one's going to read your book and no one's going to listen to your podcast. No one's going to look at your social media channels and no one really cares about what it is you're putting out in the world. That's kind of, I know, negative, but actually it's also liberating and freeing because they will care. You know, 20 blogs, 30 blogs, 50 blogs later, they will care. You know, 100 posts later, they will care. You know, 100 Uh, videos later, they will care. You know, the second book, the third book, the fourth book, they will start to care. And the work you're doing in the early days when nobody 
is really seeing this. I say nobody, some people will, but not in the numbers that you should remotely be worried about judgment from. You know, 10, 20 people, who cares what they think? I mean, 10 or 20 people doesn't make any difference whatsoever. What we're really worried about is not upsetting one person, two people. When we're, when we're putting something out in the world, like a book or a podcast or a video, what we're really imagining, you know, is thousands of people you know, hating on us or thousands of people thinking we're not good enough or, I don't know, thinking we sound stupid or don't like our voice. Or they think we don't look a certain way, whatever it might be. That's really what we're, we're thinking, the fears of this judgment that come to the forefront of our mind that hold us back and make us procrastinate from really putting ourselves out there in the world. So I want you to get over yourself. I want you to really think about what it is you want to do to put yourself out in the world, to be the figurehead of your business, to be out there in front of your audience's faces. They get to know you. Now, again, as a small business owner, you know, I am not about massive content strategies. I'm really not. I go against the grain there. You know, this is not about telling you you should be on all these platforms because there are things you can do. I can tell you right now that will return you way more money, right? Way more profitable activity you could be doing. You know, you want to be out there lead generating and selling, not necessarily writing a blog or doing a video for precisely the same reason I've just said. Nobody's watching, nobody's engaging, nobody cares, right? And it's really hard to make a blogging channel deliver revenue or a YouTube channel to deliver revenue or even your Facebook post to deliver revenue, even LinkedIn posting, you know, or articles or blogs to make them deliver actual money is really, really hard. Whereas getting out there, doing sales activity, getting in front of people's faces, having conversations with people, that's always going to be the most uh, productive use of your time in terms of revenue generating. This is not the message for today's episode. Today's episode is about, you know, you want to put yourself out there. You're, you want to go and put some video out there. You know, you want to start a podcast up knowing that it's going to take, you know, 20 episodes, 100 episodes, maybe maybe 286 episodes, maybe 500 episodes before it really takes, before it sparks, before suddenly it creates that kind of like that, that optimum momentum where maybe it takes off and instead of getting, you know, tens of listens, hundreds of listens, maybe you're getting thousands, tens of thousands, who knows, maybe even millions of listens on your podcast or on your YouTube videos. So I'm not saying you should definitely go down this route and produce loads of content as a view to means to grow your business, it's actually not a particularly good strategy for that. This is a message for those people that feel compelled to put themselves out there in the world more, that want to be creative in the world, that want to do more video, for example, or even going networking, or you want to go out there, run seminars, webinars, maybe you want to be a speaker, maybe you want to get out there on stage and speak to people, communicate, maybe it's a passion within you, a a mission within you to share your story or to share your learning, share your knowledge, to help people, support people. Now, they are all really great causes, right? And again, you know, the stuff I'm talking about today is not going to be your best mechanism for lead generating. It really isn't, right? For so few businesses, does this work in a substantial way, certainly at the beginning of their business. But these things can pay off, right? And they do pay off when you play a much longer game with them, okay? If you're not making enough money today, you don't want to be sitting there doing YouTube videos thinking that's going to solve your problem. You want to get out there, have face-to-face -face sales conversations, as many as humanly possible, knocking on doors, deliberate targeting through LinkedIn, networking, whatever it is you do, right? Picking up the phone, cold calling. It's all going to be way more productive, honestly, than putting out videos onto YouTube or Facebook, etc. But if you want to go down that route and it's a, a route that you really feel that would serve you and serve your business in the long run, 
And maybe it's just something you want to do because you think it will serve your mission or your cause. Or maybe it's just something you want to do for fun or for a hobby or to challenge yourself. But you're just holding yourself back because you're worried about this judgment. You're worried about what people are going to think about you. Really, honestly, get over yourself. I mean it. By the time you have anywhere near the numbers of people to judge you, that you should be even remotely concerned about. You'll be so over yourself. You'll be so over what you look like, what you sound like, etc., that uh, it really won't care by that point. And honestly, most people don't care. A handful of people will really like you, love you, warm to you. A handful of people won't like you and maybe will be turned off by you. A very small minority may hate on you. The vast majority of people, they won't even know you exist. And the ones that do come across you won't care either way. The whole point of anything like this is not to speak to everybody. It's to find your people. You want enough people to see your stuff so that they can be discerning And you want them to rule themselves out or rule themselves in based on you, your personality, what you're speaking about, what you stand for, your values, etc. You put a post out there. It's not meant to just attract everyone. It's meant to push away those people who aren't the right people for you. And the people who are right for you are meant to tune in and say, you know what? This person, they really are on my wavelength. And that's what you want more and more of those people. So if you're holding yourself back in any area of business, especially when it comes to putting yourself out there, in person, face-to-face or on stage, or metaphorically putting yourself out there through social media channels, posting blogs, videos, YouTube, uh, podcasts, clubhouse, etc., etc. Just remember, by the time you have to really worry about people judging you, you'll be over the fact that they're judging you. Bear that in mind, get yourself out there, get over yourself, and be the leader of your business, the spokesperson of your business that maybe your business needs you to be. Nice one, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, I've said this many times, I'll say it again. I appreciate there are so many things and people out there vying for your time and your energy. And therefore, I never undervalue you giving me these 20 minutes or so on these podcast episodes. In return, I try and bring you the best content I possibly can to help you, the small business owner, take your business to the next level. If you are a small business owner and you want to level up, then please do go and check out biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. See what we're doing at our success groups. We run groups for people that are launching their business. We run groups of people that are building their business to 100K, maybe doing 20, 30, 40, 50K turnovers and want to break that 100K mark. And we run groups for businesses that have broken that 100K, maybe moving up towards half a million pound in turnover that want to scale their business. Wherever you are on the entrepreneurial journey right now, if you're a small business and you want to take yourself to the next level, then it's success groups, we really can support you doing that. We help you get focused, set your goals. We hold you accountable to those goals, but we troubleshoot. We solve your problems. The problems in the external world, you know, how to do sales, how to do marketing, how do I overcome uh, blocks and barriers to getting my products out there in the marketplace, getting myself out into the marketplace, whilst also we help you in the back end. We help you in the operational side of your business, making sure you can keep up with the delivery of your enhanced sales. And of course, we help you, first and foremost, with yourself. We help you become the entrepreneur that you need to be so that you can create the business that you want so that fundamentally you get to have the life that you want to 
to create for yourself, the people closest to you, and of course, the world at large. Go and check us out, biggerbrightbolder.co.uk. I'll drop that link in the descriptions of this episode. You'll also find links to other resources to help you on your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. The 67 Kickass Philosophies, you'll see the links there, the paperback from the website, or you can go to Amazon and you can get the Kindle version. If you'd rather speak in person, my partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller, would love to hear from you. You can email her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. Again, I'll put that link in the descriptions. Have an awesome one. I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.